Listening to Lightning Strikes Thrice. Hey, baby, check out my cave. This is season four, episode eight, covering the dungeons and the only notable hunts of Final Fantasy versus thirteen. I am your host, Chris Taylor, and with me is Matt Marcus. Oh, see, it's funny because we said fifteen one time for the last episode of the plot, and now we're back to versus thirteen. So this episode, mm-hmm. we're just going to kind of run down all the dungeons, what's uh, neat about them, if anything, and a couple of notable hunts. So this will just be more of a, hey, here's what this is, and here's what we thought about it, if anything. Yeah, and, and to be honest, a lot of it is not worth a lot of the time investment, boy, especially the boy, uh, later boy, dungeons. Boy, let's talk about ooh, how long it can find ooh. to find one plank to knock over for the fucking, oh! <laughs> yeah, this... This is a uh, th- this is a lot of the you know, uh, I, I, Chris. Do you think this is better or worse than the post game of thirteen? Mm, better, better, because okay. uh, it takes less time and you get cool rewards like the character specific accessories. Yeah, but I, and you don't have to it, play thirteen. But is it like, is it really that much faster? I don't think it's that much faster. It's just you have to grinding is slower in thirteen than it is in this game. And yeah, and the, you don't have to transition between you know, like fighting and then going back to a like. And you like don't have to do weapon upgrading, sequence. and you don't have to yeah. run five thousand miles in between every mission. Yeah, yeah. The thing is also like with um with this like I I'm warping back to Altisha like past Altisha all the time, which is like a bunch of loading screens, and they're very long. Why? Why don't you just warp to last rest point? Fuck wit. It doesn't work. I tried that. It just warped me back to the last, um, like... It'll warp you to the lodge. Uh, It'll warp you to the lodge. Yeah. I thought that that would... For some reason, they treat Lucius and... uh, Lucius, sorry. Lucius and Altitia as, uh, like, different parts of a timeline. So you're warping back to the last rested in that timeline. I can't can't wait to talk to you about Master Tonberries, Matt. God. I I saw a video of them. (laughs) I saw the video. It's very funny. Oh my god. It's very it's definitely very Yoda episode two. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. Get started. Uh, we'll start with the Doral Caverns, which is just a cave that doesn't even have a boss. This is the one with a. So I think we mentioned this in the past that uh, certain uh, certain dungeons have like uh, like they look West. like safes in the back, like yeah. locked locked sealed doors. And 
you have to get a key to do this. You have to do a bunch of quests in order to in hunts in order to get to the point where you could do that. Not but worth it. This is I. This one's like the hundred floor one. I think. Yeah, it takes like three hours, even if you're level ninety nine. Oh my god! Yeah, and I I watched a like a a fast like sped up video of it and. The thing is, all of those sealed caves are just really high-level versions of monsters you already face, and it's just room after room after room of monsters, and there's there's an item in it, and at the end, there's a like souped-up boss version of uh, one of the regular creatures you fight, and they all and they're all like use the same basic tile set. Uh-huh. Which looks like something, generic. and they all uh-huh. have two. They all have two to three exits, some of which are dead ends that might still go for like five floors. Uh huh. It is not good. No, I mean, there's really good like weapons and equipment yeah, and stuff in like, there, but you have to get go through a lot to do it. And by that point, you've already beat the game. Like, how can we make the chalice dungeons more boring? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I, I'm not gonna remember like at all least of, the reward. Like, what's it, which one? At least the reward isn't materials for more dungeons, like it is in chalice dungeons. At least you get something to use. Yeah, that's true. What was the what was the line about Chalice Dungeons? It's like a scratch off ticket that can only ever win more free scratch off tickets. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah, uh. yeah. But like, I think I can't remember which uh, enemy is which. But like, one of the bosses in this is like a giant flan. Another one is uh, like the samurai, like uh, Yojimbo style guys. And then there's the uh, there's giant. There's an Iron Giant one. There's one that's a uh, Mind Flayers. There's a Mind Flayer dungeon. Yeah. There's, well, there's um. They're necrom. They're called necromancers. In this necromancers. One. Yeah. So the, it's which they're are all cool themed looking, somewhat. by the way because they look like the uh-huh. um, they look like the what is the Leshen in Witcher Three. Oh, I haven't I haven't played Witcher Three, so uh, well, like they have like all the branches coming out of the back and the like deer skull oh, for a okay. head. Oh, that's cool. I and like they're, that. They're very cool. Uh huh. Next dungeon is the Merlewood Forest, which is just basically what if we reuse the tile set from the Malmum Thicket? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you fight cool a bit. Looking, but yeah, it's pretty. And there's a nice little waterfall in one area. But and you yeah. fight and you fight a tree at the end, which I believe is a unique enemy here. Uh, I think so. I haven't seen yeah. it anywhere else. It's uh, cool. You, I think you could fight like little tree ants too, but that's a, this is a big guy. Yeah, I think both of these have. Uh, I mean, a- almost all of these have. Uh, uh, Armager weapons in them, right? Mm, most of yeah, them. Most of them. I, yeah, I'll I think like the last ones. Like, like and... Crystal Channels doesn't have. Uh, no, nobody would put a royal tomb in the fucking sewer. No, I they hope. just put demon repellent headlights in there. Uh huh. Yeah. Go figure. I'll be honest. That fight. That that fight with that Naga there was cool. When you're level thirty, uh, you chug so many potions and so many maidens' kisses. Oh yeah, no. I I when I went in there, I w- well, should we should we talk we'll, about we'll it talk now about since we're already movie. talking about no, it? No, Phil can read the shameful thing he wrote. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to the uh, Rock of Ragnato. 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 Webster's defines dungeon as a dark, usually underground prison. <laughs> what better way to have a dungeon than a bright, sunny cliffside? Where you run over lava. lava with your uh-huh. feet? Uh huh. And it's it like barely uh, hurts you. He's like a fucking JoJo, Matt. Like uh, it's weird because you when you go there, you don't even realize you're entering a dungeon. You're just like, oh, I'm climbing this cliff, and mm-hmm. oh, I guess I can't warp out now. Yeah, like the, is, the, there is I, a transition, like and you'll see it on the map where it's like uh, the the red marker being like, this is a dungeon now. Yeah, yeah. it's a it's, cool set piece. I really like it, but yeah, as far as what's in there, it's not too great. 
the dungeon music is very hilarious in this area. Uh, do you know what's not a cool set piece about this is if you get all the way to the top and you don't see the little crack where the actual uh, tomb is and you take the slide all the way down, oh, you have you to climb up snake? it again. <laughs> There's a snake? No. Oh. At oh, the end of getting snake. over I get it, it. I get it, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I haven't played that. At the end of getting over of it, which is unbelievably hard, to the right is the end of the game, and to the left is a giant snake with a sign that says, don't ride the snake, and if you hook onto it, it slides you all the way back to the beginning of the game. Well, it warned you. <laughs> oh, it's, that's so good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like video game warnings are supposed to be heated. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite thing about it, is it punishes you for treating it like a regular video game. Yeah, there's yeah. so many. Just, there's a good compilation of just Twitch streamers like screaming about it. And buddy, I feel you as someone who uh-huh. rode the snake. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, this this is a cool. Uh, it is a cool set piece. There is like a notable hunt that happens up here, but I hadn't picked it up when I first came up here, so I would have to do the climb all over again. Plus, also uh, minor pet peeve. Uh, I got I got a bit by the um, by the Type F uh, situation. <laughs> Because okay. I, I, okay, so I go, I go up this mountain, right? Talk and then the I go F down first. Talk about it first. first of all, the, what is it? How yeah, do we type, get it? Yeah, the type F. Um, so it's an upgrade for the regalia, makes it into a jet, which fucking rules. You, you need to uh, knock over a few uh, bases. Three, three imperial uh, bases. Three imperial bases. I only had one left by the time I started doing this, so that was good. I think, yeah, I think two you do in the main story. It's, there are five yeah. total, so it's three additional to the story. Okay, yeah. The, there's a couple that are just yeah like, I don't know. I mean it's kind of the way I just always find myself doing at least one of them just randomly yeah it's worth doing uh because it makes the dropship fights less annoying because it levels mm-hmm. them down like twenty levels oh I didn't know that that's cool that, that's what they do the red stuff actually just levels up oh. all the tro- troopers in the area that's what the gen oh you do. mean that that makes sense I thought you meant like yeah. o- over the entire map not just near near where the space is. yeah near the yeah. base they'll be way stronger until you take it out yeah because I think one of, yeah I, th- I thought one of them was the plot one and one of them's the one you're told to do on the way to Kaim yeah. and then there's this third one yeah so anyway yeah you bring all those things to um to Cindy and she's like you know what I can turn turn the thing into a jet and <laughs> the best part about it is it has infinite fuel afterwards imagine yeah, if you could run out of fuel in the air. Uh, that'd be the worst. So my favorite thing about this plane, uh, uh-huh. the first time I get it, I roll out of the lot, immediately take off, clip a lamppost with my wing, and die. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, you, I'm very disappointed in the way they do the game over, because it just kind of fades to black and says, game over. Like It's not just, like I want to see the crash, I want to see people dying, Like I, it, I want it to be fucking real. It's the alternate what, what, universe good ending of Final Fantasy thirteen, where everyone just dies in chapter nine. Uh-huh. What's uh, what's worse about this is when you land. If you don't land directly on the road, it'll still give you a game over. Or yeah, or if your wing bumps another car coming down the other lane, or if it yeah. bumps the railing. Yeah, yeah, it's really, it's really sensitive. And so, like, I went, okay, so I go up this mountain, including, like, sections of, there's a part of this mountain where you walk really slowly and it's, and you slide down and it sucks. For the record, this is when you find out the game does not autosave while you're running around in the world. What? Right. Well, the thing is, I go up, I, I, I went up the mountain, I slid down and realized, wait, I missed the actual tomb. So I went back up again (laughs) and I grabbed it. 
I went back down. I forgot to save. I thought it would have saved after like a plot thing, like picking up a f- fucking royal arm. And I get to the bottom. I hop in the car, try to try to fly into the uh, into the platforming dungeon, and then crash it and die, and Matt, then lost all the progress. Matt, I lost the entirety of Castle Mark to a plane crash. No, <laughs> no, that's so bad. It's so bad. It was like four that's hours so of bad. my life. That's so much time. Oh, uh, and yeah, that's, that's why I remembered to save the second I left Pityos. Mm-hmm. If it makes you feel better, I lost a big chunk of uh, Costal Mark because I accidentally ran over the little red dot. Oh, <laughs> I did that too. I did that too, and then uh, went. But you, you just run back down. It's just a time. It's just it's so like long a, because you it's have like to a ten minute time tax. Okay, yeah. So no, it's, it's, it's really it's like, why? Why would you do that? Why would you put it right in front of the the like r- like after one round? around that thing we'll we'll get to it but yeah you don't uh you can fight uh yeah zoo is the name of the uh of a hunt like you have to talk to one of the uh a guy the the guy who's selling food at the uh outpost but you can go all the way up here and not see it if you don't trigger that yep. so that's a that's a thing you, you don't have to fight a boss to pick up this uh this royal arm this one doesn't have a second half i don't think no no uh, no this area is cool phil wrote down it feels like a monster hunter area and that's correct well, except you don't have to transition between zones. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you have to hit the zoo with the paintball. Mm-hmm. You have to track it, wait for it to sleep. I mean, yeah. I'm so glad they got rid of all that shit. Cook some food. Oh, yeah. you know, that is in the game. Mm-hmm. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, let's talk about the Baluv mine. You can find this one basically right away, because it's, um, it's uh-huh. right near the shack where... You, it's right near the parking spot for the shack where you're supposed to find Dave at the beginning. Yeah. So you can find this right away Dave's like not here, I man. And then oh, well, the- get fucking mega spooked when... Okay. So, uh, the dungeon is, like, just a mine. It's very similar to uh, the Kika Trick tent tr- uh, trenches where you did... Uh, where you fought that big battle with Kor outside. Mm-hmm. Uh, for Where you get the Armager. Uh, it's very narrow, very dark on account of actually being a mine. Uh, the big thing here is that there's like like somewhat heavy scripting in here where you get pranked yeah. by goblins a lot, like getting run over by a minecart from behind you uh-huh. or goblins jumping out. And this is where, as a level seven, I got Omega spooked because you go down a bridge, a level 50 Ronin appears, and that was the first uh-huh. one I've ever seen in the game, kicks you off into a pit of like 40 fucking goblins. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. So the the goblins in here are level seven, like yeah. they're very low level. And like the the thing is also like when you get into this area, there there's like four floors, right? And you yeah. can just go right to the bottom. So like if you go right to the bottom, which is what I did, like they'll the goblins will close the doors on you, and you only really go go back up to level three and just climb down the stairs, and you're at the bottom. <laughs> yeah, it's it's very short actually. I didn't even go to the first two levels at all. I think there is a second half in here. Uh, does anybody remember what's unique about this, or is this the straightforward one? Because I think this is I, the intro dungeon. I want to know. I, I think this also had some, uh, like, a big open area with a lot of platforming. Yeah, that that's where you fight the Ronin. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, you're supposed to be level 50, or I guess you could do it in the 40s, like, to, to beat that one guy. But, yeah, there's a lot of goblins around. Like, I... This is where I've started to like completely abuse the uh, get an AP for a um, warp Gam- strike kill. Yeah, because because I just got like fifty AP just warp striking like to death every single goblin in this, in this place. It's actually really good farming. The next dungeon up, 
Tell me about it, Matt. Tell me about Castle Mark. Castle Mark, this is one of the big ones, honestly. I think this is I, one of the two big ones we're talking about it, today. If it right? wasn't bullshit, it could be cool. I like it. It was like almost the, cool. I like the gimmick, but and it's cool, but the way they implement it is bad. It's so bad. And also the enemies are just brutal. Uh, yeah. Oh, there's there's a yeah. So anyway, you, this will be this very ruin. hard if you do not have the ring. If you have the right. ring, this is trivial. I didn't have the ring at the first time I did this. Wait, wait. What? How did the ring, ring trivialize it? Because bombs and flans die instantly, and if you oh. take a wrong turn at the bottom, you can use the delete this encounter button to kill all of the iron giants and nagas at the bottom. I fucking keep forgetting that's a thing. I that really would have wanted that actually. Also, Thunder resistance. If you don't have that, uh, the galvanades will just destroy you. Actually, hobgoblins die instantly to the ring too. So basically, every enemy in this tower dies to the ring instantly. Not, not the, uh, not the, uh, what is it? the Yojimbos? Oh not yeah, the, yeah. Those yeah, are, those, those guys. Are, those are cool those, though, those right? Because like I yeah. like that those are about blocking and parrying. Yeah, yeah. They, they're giant. pretty tanky, but yeah, they're fun to fight. Except on the on the bridge. Anyway, so like. All right, let's set, let's set this up. This is a, a ruin in the middle of the woods. It's actually kind of close to where you'd like go pick up some yellow frogs for that uh, that science. I never scientist finished lady. that because fuck that. I could not I find the last rainbow frog. I oh, I didn't find the I didn't do rainbow yet. But like I I had to wait till you have to wait till nightfall to get in. Fuck. Oh yeah. Um, this cat. Oh. Oh. Yeah. I, yeah. I, and there's like there's no I, way to advance time quickly. It's no, really annoying. And I always get to a time gate at like the opposite time of day. Like, again, got here at sunset and I'm just like, I guess I'll stand here for 20 minutes. Yeah. Like they, like you can advance time like day night, like at a campsite, but you need to know where a campsite is. And it's not necessarily near and where I'm you need to be. And I'm not going to a campsite because I'm saving XP for Altissia at this point. Well, you, you can wait without uh without cashing in. Oh, can you? Neat. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's how that's how I've been doing it. Did anybody yeah. win all the fights? By the way, I never won the level ninety nine against all your friends fight. Uh, I haven't tried it yet. I'm not. I'm level like sixty four. <laughs> I don't remember. It might have. It's been a long. I time. could not find a way to cheese it, and it was actually hard. It's it's really yeah, weird because hard. like you know I I decided to do I tried doing level forty five when I was like level. 30 just as like a lark and i could get one character down like i was doing some decent damage to at least like prompt not prompto uh ignis yeah ignis goes down real fast but gladio my guy but but weird weirdly i tried it at 64 and all of their their defenses are higher even though they're like labeled level 35 they are taking less damage at level me being leveled 64 with endgame gear and i don't get it well i don't know why they they have the gear you give them I guess I could just give them shitty gear and they like they're just well, they don't do a ton of damage to me now, but like as they did, but like they don't take a lot of damage either. Yeah, they don't want you to cheese these. Yeah, yeah, but you it's but it's weird because like if it, you're going to tell me it's level 45 and I'm like 20 levels above that, I should steamroll. Yeah. Yeah, the, the that I've noticed that with a lot of enemies that will be like, oh, this is level 50, but then oh, it'll, I'm level 99. And it's still trying to wreck me. Yeah, I mean, some of it's like Iron Giants are very resistant to everything, so just the numbers you could do to it are low, unless you're right. But the some encounter. Just well, they take like, a billion like, damage from. Oh yeah, they're like, like you, double uh-huh. weak to warp strikes and the great sword. So great sword warp strikes like decimate them. Yeah, well, I, I, I was doing good damage are, with that. Yeah, like I noticed some level enemies that are like regular enemies, about sixty or so, they'll still 
Yeah. You can do nine 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 damage and it'll still take a long time to kill it. Yeah, it's the yeah. time to kill is low in this game. No, it's pretty high. Uh, uh, I, I found it on the high side unless you're really overleveled. Or Sorry, you have like low, really optimal weapons. low, I meant it takes a long time. I usually think of time to kill as a measurement of how short it is for like. Well, I, I, I measure the time as in time to kill. Yes, I know. I, mm-hmm. I know what you're so, saying. The thing I said was weird yeah. and not how normal people think about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, yeah, like so you go normal. So, so you're at this wow. uh, tower at night and then it opens up and you can go down into the stairs. And this is a sort of interior temple like area. It's cool and. It looks really cool. Oh, yeah. And it gets cooler as you go. Because yeah, uh, it, you have that encounter on the bridge with the ranged enemies and there's cover. It, uh-huh. It's awesome, actually. Yeah, yeah. There's there's a, a few, like, you'll run into some bombs here. You run into some flans here. You run into these ogre guys. Like, a lot of these, like, purple purple goblin guys. Yeah, they're like. That are actually uh, surprisingly tanky. They're reskinned hobgoblins. They're the ones that throw the rocks. Yeah, yeah. And there's also the uh, the Ronin the or yojimbo characters floating around too and you you end up getting to like a a bunch of encounters here on the way down and there's this one particular one over a narrow bridge where uh like a couple ronin and a bunch of the the goblins will like uh ambush you from both sides and it's really intense because it's like you can't because the the ronin can put on a lot of pressure on you and there's like barriers on like little like half like half height barriers uh that kind of like you can get uh cornered into even though it's like a, you know a narrow bridge so it it can be pretty intense but you you yeah, make the, yeah i was gonna say uh, the other thing uh, there's a lot of uh the galvanades i just want to bring special mention to them because they slowly inflate like a standard bomb does uh-huh. but when they blow up they spawn three thunder bombs and another galvanade so the oh. first time i went through here I would just get outnumbered and completely wrecked. Yeah, I didn't realize that. I, I mean, and I would kill, kill them relatively fast. quickly. Yeah, yeah. So, um, um, the, if you keep pressure on one of them, it won't explode. But you have to count it. Like, it's hard to keep two of them going at once. Yeah, you have to be very, very careful with this. Yeah, in here, there's actually a very good uh, pair of daggers. Uh, it's like probably the best thing I found in here. That's like, them? yeah, yeah. yeah they're like end game daggers. Yeah, they're they're better than the endgame daggers you can buy. Um, at least that the ones that I had on uh, on Ignis. I put them on. Um, wow, I put what them. A loser! You gave your fucking good weapons to your teammates, even though you do ninety percent of the damage all the time. <laughs> I hey had to spend the money on something. I felt bad for Ignis. His stats were so low. <laughs> He's so weak. Uh, you I gave I, the best weapon to the guy who can't see. Yeah, for real. Yeah. Well, I, I I gave the really good daggers to to Noctis to try them out because I hadn't used daggers at all, and they were they would like completely melt those uh, the flan because yeah. they're they're supposed to be extra good against demons is the thing. So you make your way down and you get to near the bottom, and this is where the bullshit starts because uh, it's cool bullshit, but still bullshit. It's total bullshit. Uh, so you're in this room. I and spent two hours uh, on this before I looked it up. Uh-huh, uh-huh, same. So you, there are these uh, four pads. Like You see these like glowing pads around the ground that you can interact with. I think you have to interact with them in a certain order. I don't think you, you can... You can only interact with one at first. Yeah, yeah. So you have to like do it in a certain order. And it, basically, every time you hit proceed, it'll like either move down, or like if you're standing next to it, it'll move across. It's like a three-dimensional basi- uh, 15 puzzle. Yeah, 
Yeah, so it's like moving blocks. Like you're you're finding your way through a maze, even though even though there's only one option to pick every single time. So it's not like you're making decisions. It just takes a long time for the blocks to move, and then you get monster ambushes on the way down. Yeah. You basically you move the length of one block, and then you get another ambush. Yeah, one it, block. It takes ambush. a long time to get through one of these paths. Yeah, <sighs> especially since there's a lot of encounters. Yeah, and so, the, and the blocks move so slowly, and you can't activate them until the fight's over. So you do this, you go through the path, and you get dumped out into a very large room at the bottom where a large uh-huh. encounter with one big enemy spawns at first. Yeah. And then you go back. There's a thing, a block you ride all the way back up. And now there are two pads. Uh, hope you remember which one you did first. Uh-huh. Uh, on the map, the one I, that you did has a check mark on it. Yeah. What? Yeah, there's yeah. a check mark on the map, and I don't think you can reselect it. I, oh, I, you, can I, you can't it, reselect it. Oh, until, I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay, you, yeah. So you're like... Yeah, so you're making your way around. Th- so, like, yeah, the first time I went down there, there was, like, one Iron Giant and then, like, a bunch of Flan, like, a ton of Flan and a couple of the Goblin dudes. Second time I went down the, the, the other path, there were two Iron Giants. And then I got really lucky and got Rama to show up, and I just melted them. <laughs> uh, and then the third time I went down here was fucking pain because there are three Iron Giants and a Naga and all of the ads. And it took me forever. And a lot faster with the ring. I should have done the ring. I totally forgot about the ring. <laughs> so he, eventually, one of these, at some point, there is a branch. And if you take the right one, you go to the end. If you continue yep. taking the wrong one, these encounters just continue scaling up until you'll have like four Nagas and like three Iron Giants down there. God help you if you do not remember the, 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 the delete this encounter button. Like, that seems like a great way to farm, though. Right, like kind for experience, really. kind you of. Don't get not a lot really, because it takes so long to get down. Yeah, there. yeah, that's true. But like, you end up like you get like thirty or like you can get like probably fifty thousand exp. So out I'll of tell you right fights. now, yeah, out of just high this level, dungeon, doesn't really help. Out yeah. of just this dungeon, well, it does. The, the level XP needed doesn't go up a lot. So out of just this dungeon, I was around like sixty. I got enough experience that when I went to Altissa to just go to eighty. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, but then once you hit 99, I actually went through this dungeon and then didn't gain a single level after going Daltisha. Oh, okay. well, 99 to 100 is huge. Once you hit 99, yeah. it take, I leveled up once in the entirety of this game. Yeah. I didn't at all, and I was 99 to start. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah. like, I, I, when I showed up in here, I was level 56. And I, I ended up leaving this uh, this fight or this uh, dungeon with like 90,000 uh, points, which gave me when I went to Altitia, it gave me uh, eight level up. So I went to 64 and it feels fucking good when that when you do that. Oh, yeah. Uh, these huge level ups. So, yeah, the way you find out on the fourth ride down which way you're supposed to go, there's a little circle. The one place where you have two options to pick and you have to like check to make sure you have two options. Because all the other times there isn't two options to pick. There's a little circle on the ground. You pick that one and keep going, and then you will eventually get to the, you know, you'll get through a ton more encounters, and this takes, like, another, like, 20 minutes anyway. Yeah, my first time through this, I went through the thing three times before finding the one on the ground. Oh, my God, God only sucks. three? <laughs> I, I looked it up because I was starting to get very frustrated by how long it was taking. Yeah. 
Especially because, like, if you fight those encounters normally and you're not level 99 and you forget you have the ring and you can delete the thing, those fights take a long time. <laughs> yeah, they do. Because, uh, yeah. Matt, think anyway. about it like this. I spent four hours well remembering I could delete the encounter because that's how bad I am at visualizing 3D space. Mm-hmm. Great. Which comes up a lot well, in the next dungeon. Yep, yep. Oh, God. Yeah, so uh, we went to, so yeah, you get to the bottom, like you get to a um, the bottom of that area and you take a lift down and all of a sudden, like, there's like super futuristic tech. It looks like a super, like, it looks like something out of, uh, um, oh, like uh, 13-2, uh, the Augusta Tower. Yeah. Right? Is it yeah, Augusta it Tower? Um, which looks rad as hell. That's where and down here. Death. <laughs> exactly. Uh and then you fight a boss, which is a... It looks like the Bandersnatch. I, I think it's called the Jabberwock. Yeah, it's the Jabberwock. Of course, uh, it would it's the be same called model. Jabberwock if it was, looked like the Bandersnatch, Matt. It's because they're often both used together. I mean, in the same poem, you prick. That's why. I know. Uh, so it's, <laughs> so it's the same fight. This is yeah. the guy from the Maldemum Thicket, right? That's where this was a unique encounter before? Uh, that's the same. It's the same model, but like it's a different... Like the weird flesh yeah. dinosaur thing? Yeah, it's... It, Here's the thing I, I learned. So after I finished uh, the main plot, I watched uh, Super Eyepatch Wolf's video on this game, and he makes some interesting points that I'll I'll talk about later because I think they're interesting, or at least like you know at the wrap up of the of the game. That model is actually a borrowed asset from a an outsourced team that was helping out to finish the game. So. This is very asset factory, which is why I felt like it felt like a Monster Hunter monster because it kind of is. But yeah, this fight is it's decent. Like I think you get I think you get petrified by this guy if you're not careful. Yeah. But uh the fight's yeah, not petri- nearly petri- as hard right. as three iron giants is there at a the same time. Or when the galvanades multiply. Yeah. Is there a consequence to being petrified? Like you can't be damaged while you're in it. So you kind of just uh, can they, wait there. Because uh, it wears I think, off. I you, I don't know if it's like I know in other games uh, if your whole team is petrified that's instant death like that's game over, but I don't I know remember. I don't know I didn't you know what it definitely happened to me so I think I thought that it would eventually kill you or like you could get hit to death uh, at the bottom of this you kill the guy you get the great sword which apparently uh, the tomb for this sword exists somewhere else and somehow this dinosaur stole it and took it down here I. Who knows why? Uh, it's, just, it's because eh. he like ate the guy, and the tomb is just an empty ceremonial tomb. Gotcha. Yeah. So like you could you could have theoretically <laughs> found the tomb before and go, hey, where's the royal arm for this? And it's down here. And this would have uh-huh. been this would have been a, a decent dungeon if it weren't like three hours long. It's like a Dio casket, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, that was a casket, but it was me. <laughs> Uh, so the next dungeon is Crest Holm Channels. Uh, you could theoretically come here way earlier than you're prepared for, which, like I yep. did, via uh-huh. a Cindy Quest. Once you realize yep. Cindy Quests are the only quests worth doing, you come here for um, anti demon headlights, which yep. best upgrade in the world because otherwise your car automatically stops when demons spawn, and then by the time you kill them and get back in your car, more will spawn. It'll just take yeah. Uh, but this is or a you hit them sewer with your Bigfoot tires outside underneath the entrance to insomnia. Uh, you go down, you crawl into a pit and it is just a maze of pipes and grates 
with the upper half winding back and forth, uh, lots of mm-hmm. traversal between different Z levels, as well as yep. the fact that the actual path you need, you need to find to two separate locations to knock down a plank or a ladder or something. It's ladders, ladder. yeah. You know, I, I ended up and, making, getting through this without knocking down all the ladders. Yeah. I don't know how. Yeah. Uh, you oh, can cheese the, the last jump if you jump and do an air attack with, I think, a long weapon, like a lancer greatsword equipped. Uh-huh. Okay. okay. Uh, I want to say this... God, this area's bullshit. It is bullshit. It's kind of... It's bullshit. I spent forever here because I cannot... Well, navigate three-dimensional spaces in a video well, game well do you know well, what's also bullshit is that like so there are there are railings around and if you're noctis and you're running you will jump the railing over Wait. a railing you can't go back back oh, up to is this the one with the yeah. giant pit that you have to climb back out of also yes, yes. Oh! And, and if you go down the wrong path you actually cannot backtrack so you actually have to jump into the giant pit yeah, I and had to do. So, I did part like where you have to jump over the rail, and it takes forever because you gotta you gotta climb ladders, you gotta walk over this beam. The beam so takes forever. You have to shimmy against the wall on a narrow part. Mm-hmm. Like it, it takes forever, and I I did that circuit like four times. Fuck uh, you! Fuck you! Fuck uh, you! Fuck you. And, and the worst, you, you know, what's the worst like, part about all this too is that there are in order to fight like the uh, the boss at the bottom, you have to like. You have to first of all know that the there's these switch boxes that you have to activate and turn off or whatever. Uh, there are four of them, and the fourth one is on the way back up that tower, and then you have to go back down. <laughs> it's really obnoxious. It's complaining the whole time. That's true. They are they are complaining. It's actually very good banter. And here's here's the worst thing. I came down here really just for the headlamps. The headlamps are really close to the beginning, and I just didn't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I the thing is, you, I, you have I've, to fight the I've Naga done. for the headlamps, right? No, you don't. Oh, I definitely fought the Naga trying uh, to find the headlamps. I've yeah. done this dungeon before in the past, and yet I still couldn't find the fourth grate this time around. Well, of course you can't. How could you possibly remember where to go in a maze of identical looking corridors? Yeah, and the thing is, it, it always looks like, oh, you can just check the map and see what parts are still dark and which ways you didn't go down. And then you realize, I can't, there's no ladder to climb up there, or it's like, it's above and, you, you can't get to it. You can't change Z levels with the map. It's so, oh, that's the worst. I hate that. A, I don't know why they did that. for this dungeon. That's what I did. Also, I check out the IGN it. wiki, because it's very good for this game. Yeah, yeah. But the, the Naga fight's fine. You know, it's a good, it's a good Naga fight. Actually, no, no, sorry, sorry. There's a Naga fight. And then once you beat all of the, you, you close off or turn on, I don't know which one it is, uh, the, the boxes, there's a gate at near the bottom that takes you to a fight with a big snake that looks kind of like Leviathan. I don't, know, I don't remember his name. It's a J- Jormungan. It's, Jormungan. Um, what it Jormungan. is, is it's the model for the uh, Midgar Zerome, mm, not okay. Leviathan. Uh, yeah. But it's, it's hype as fuck, because this one is just like fire and lasers, ev- fire, flaming lasers everywhere. It's very cool. And I, I was lucky. I still had the uh, Cerberus ring on, so it did no damage to me. <laughs> it was great, <laughs> actually. Yeah, the boss, very cool. Dungeon, very bad. It's very bad, folks. Very bad. Yeah. Oh, you, you know what's the worst part about this, Chris? Uh, so the, the, here's the thing with ladders in this game. <laughs> Uh, mm-hmm. Most ladders, you you hit the button and then you have to push the direction to climb up it. The ladder to get in and out of this dungeon is you press once and you go all the way, which yep. means that I accidentally went up and down and reloaded all the enemies. What a so did I, and that's where I, 
No, not only do you reload all the enemies, you reset your progress and everything. The silence and darkness. Mine did. Oh, really? I didn't so know like, if it reset all, the, all the, the gates. the ladders that you knocked down were back up. No, that's so bad. Yeah. And you can't abort. Like, you can't, like, once you hit the button and you realize the ladder's too long, you're like, I can't stop this. Why? Sorry, I'm singing the ladder theme song where we talk about ladders. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> and I'm t- uh, very good at it. I said something, something waiting for you. Yeah. What anyway, yeah. So this this sucks, but you need the you need at least the headlamps. Uh, let's skip this garrison, by the way. Uh, I, I just yeah, it's it's just more uh, you know st- like yeah not stealth, but not necessarily stealth. But it's actually kind of cool. Okay. Yeah, you could do a little bit of uh, it, yeah. It's another one of those um, fortress uh, whatever army camp yeah. thing infiltrations, yeah. but you get to take it's, out uh, lamps. Yep, yeah, but it's it's no instant fail this time so you, like if you do trigger it you yeah just get a ton more stronger enemies but if you knock yeah. out the searchlights you can destroy the generator without alerting them and then they're lower level that's cool uh i i always fail i always end up failing because fight two people that i don't even remember who they are yeah the thing is stealth in this game is bad so like i can't tell like, like if i warp strike across the map and then i'll get seen by another guy like it's uh, almost good. The problem is almost that good. all yeah. your abilities are mobility focused. Like the take cover system for healing is also very and like good for avoiding range damage. Uh huh. Good for stealth. It's just that because blink isn't a tell your warp strike isn't a teleport. You move fast. Everyone along the way will see you. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's not great. And also, it's just hard to tell what the detection... Also, like, you can kill yourself via fire ground damage warp striking, because you take damage for every number of pixels you cross that are hazardous terrain. So you can take a fuckload of damage warp striking across, like, ground that's oh, on fire. <laughs> I didn't know that. That's hilarious. Very good. I just know that also, sometimes I feel like the noise of it alerts people. Like that, like I, I definitely got uh, seen by a guy who was like, I was warp striking a guy up on a like a parapet or whatever a catwalk, and a guy who was like relatively close in distance, but like below me saw me at an angle he shouldn't have seen me. So I don't, I don't know. Yeah, a lot of these are just like this. There's a lot of mechanics in this game that are about ninety percent good, but then they just drop it at the last. That's 10%. the story of this entire fucking video game. Yeah. <laughs> also, well. Not just this video game, but like the entire thirteen or uh, yeah, thirteen. Yeah, Joe, it's pretty hype though. Is going to these when you're over leveled with a great sword and just destroying the mechs like in one hit <laughs> or like knocking them down in one hit. It's great. Or, or summoning, uh, yeah, summoning uh, Ramu. Oh, that's also great. Ramu is hype every time. Yep. Or now that I've unlocked it, Final Fantasy fourteen Garuda. Mm-hmm. Oh, that that one's less cool. No, it's not. It's not cool, but it does a lot of damage, though. Yeah, I just yeah. skipped the cutscene. Uh, Tomb of the Just exists. Uh, it's off of. It's just a freebie. You just go and you get a shield. It's great. I like the name of it, Tomb of the Just, because it's just a tomb. Yep. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs>
Hi, all Lightning Strikes Thrice is part of the Pitch Drop Podcast Network. To support the show, please go to patreon.com forward slash pitch drop or our newest redirect, tentacle.pro. Pick us a few bucks every now and then. Please rate and review if you got a chance. Uh, we have uh, several other podcasts to listen to that we will mention at the end of the show, but Buffalo No Stop, Being Jim Davis, Bangmar Sucks, etc. And now back to the show. So the big one here is uh, Pedios Ruins. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's a lot. So it's a lot. It's located near Ravito off the map. Uh, you either there's like no way you find this unless you look it up, or there's a hunt that takes place in the area where you need to land the plane. Mm-hmm. And you'll run around the area outside of Ravito trying to find it pull up the map and notice a yellow line on it, which happens to be the landing strip. So what happens is there's a landing strip that is like four feet longer than the minimum distance needed to land your plane. So you need to land your plane here. If you fail, you will just reload the game. Or if you're lucky enough, you can bail out of your landing in in advance. Uh, You you can do that. You need to approach from the south because if you approach from the north, you don't lower in before you get on the approach. Yeah. So you actually just do like a nosedive and try to land and crash three times and then have to reload your save on PS4 like it did three times last night. Oh, God, dude. Yeah, it takes so long. Loading takes like 15 seconds on my NVMe SSD. So who knows how long it takes on a PS4? It takes mm. minutes. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's bad. So some of some of the uh, like if you're loading into a new level or like you're warping, sometimes it'll take like two Two to what feels like two minutes. Two to that would minutes. make it so not a time saver to return to car and then use car to warp somewhere. That's why I don't do that. <laughs> I do that all the time because it takes like thirty seconds to get anywhere. Yeah, but oh well, man, this the car is actually a little bit faster. Okay, because it's yeah. not reloading a new area. Oh yeah, warp, warp so to car isn't the worst. It's just yeah, there are some of these some of these that will take like a few minutes, and it's infuriating, especially when it's something like this. I, I had a loading screen while I was flying the Type F, and that pissed me off. Oh no, uh, that's weird. Yeah, it was, did it was you try to fly to Altitia? Uh, no, I was flying uh, over the you know the big ca- uh, chasm. Yeah, big yeah, canyon. yeah, yeah. I was flying oh, like way up in the sky over that, but I guess it was trying to transition to be inside it, yeah. loading a new one, but it didn't. I was going too fast because they load. stream it in normally based on roadway. Right, that would and make I think sense. There's a tunnel there. Yeah, or the, the well, no, it's going over the bridge, so. Yeah, yeah, it just it was rough. Yeah, and this is like as we mentioned, a very easy way to learn that you didn't save uh, recently enough and lost a bunch of progress because you just crashed and died. The entirety of Castle Mark. Yep, that's that's a <laughs> lot. Uh, so, like the first time, like the second time, the the time I managed to land this, uh, I just destroyed the fuck out of the uh, <laughs> out of the regalia. Like all the glass is broken. <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> oh my! I actually had a uh, fiery wreck, and just everybody died and screamed. Okay, yeah, I definitely uh, blew up once trying to leave because I definitely clipped a wing and then just immediately died on the way out. Uh, hope it saved it before you did that. Oh, I, I definitely had saved it like multiple times just to be sure. That would, that would really suck doing this area again. So yeah, when you get when you finally finally land the car, the final boss of the game, 
<laughs> you get but, out. Spoiler, there's a bonus boss. That's this dungeon. Oh, there are other cool. We should. There are other cool hunts not in this document. We should look up and talk about. There's a bunch of super high level enemies here, like level like eighty Marlboros. Marlboros. Yeah, they're called like they're called like Marble Dooms or something. Like there's Doom in the name, and like five of those big chickens that petrify you all at the same time. There's Uh a lot. Oh yeah, there's a lot of cockatrice. No, there's like king cockatrice. Yeah, there's like three different. There's like the chicks. There's and there's two different big ones. And uh, you just don't want to fuck with them. You just run away. Yeah. <laughs> just run by them. <laughs> so when you get there, you get to a dungeon where there's um, a pathway that only oh, and wasps can get through. Lots of wasps. What was that? that? Uh, only, yeah, for some reason, you, you make a jump and it just says everybody left the party. Yeah. Yeah, everyone so just kind of bails oh, on you. Because it's, it's designed to be a training room for um, the Lucian, like the, the, um, the old, uh, what are they called? Kingsglaive. It was like ye oldie Kingsglaive training ground. You have to have the powers to yeah. get through. Yeah. And then the best, and then if you jump back immediately, they just like do a whole banter on like, how was it? But yeah. Oh yeah. And if you oh, leave without you having fair? finished it. Nothing in there is fair. fair. Yeah. yeah. Fair? It's very Nothing good. Nothing in there is fair. It's, it's very funny actually. Yeah. And then I'm like, you know what? Fuck you, Ignis. And there's also like a, like a Gladio goes like winners don't quit and quitters don't win. And it's like, oh, fuck you. Yeah. It's really funny. It's like that was like I was just waiting. Like, wait, do I have to be here at nightfall? Yeah, you yeah. Do. Also, and you so, can so leave. I go back and then he gives me a lecture. Yeah. So you go in, and this is an interesting dungeon because there's no combat. It is entirely a platforming dungeon that also starts to revolve around the weird um, terrain angle physics. Yep. In a way that I think is cool. It's in very it's well it's different sections. The first one's like a really like a puzzle. Yeah. Puzzle solving. So, not not really physics, but let's lay it out before you get into sections. Yeah. So the general gist of this area is you'll walk in, there'll be a bunch of you'll see a bunch of big sealed gold doors, a bunch of red laser laser barriers that you can't pass, and there will be what are they look what do the checkpoints look like? I'm doing this for uh, they, they they're, they're like, like uh, stone heads. Uh yeah, stone doors basically well no yeah. there's on ground respawn points oh well yeah right, but, but they, I, they're, they're not marked anywhere okay yeah that that that's part of the infuriating thing about this so like that's, if you fall well, off a ledge in the first you, section they are they're like red flashing things on the ground right no nah, i don't no. remember seeing anything okay. i spent a lot of time in this area okay and then there are a ton of things that can crush you kill you and then there are red spikes which Dead if you, you touch yeah. inst- you die instantly yeah Luckily, it doesn't game over kill you, or no one would ever do this. No, because no. oh thankfully, can you imagine. Oh, no, imagine if there was like a thirty-second hitch between like tries too. Like it happens, you warp back in very quickly. Yeah, like, it's it's, like there's instant. actually one bit. <laughs> there's one bit where uh, there's a, a a row of very narrow spikes you have to run through, and you think you could barely fit, but like if you're just running and you're running at a bad angle, it'll warp you to right before the spike. So you could just keep like warping back into the same spikes. Yeah. It's very like good. it's very funny. Uh, yeah. So like the first part of this, uh, I think is actually pretty well, well done because like a lot of it's well done. Like the, a lot the, of it. the room with the, um, the giant moving thing. Oh yeah. It's like the whole around. room rotate. The, the we'll whole, talk, no, yeah. no, no not that, that one. I'm talking about the one where it's floating over the empty void and you climb all around it. Oh, dude, it's also almost all of this is cool. Yeah. Yeah, let's go. To, yeah, the first part is just a lot of you know, backtracking on 
things trying to open up the dungeon itself. Yeah, you're like knocking boulders down things to knock things over, opening the laser gates that serve as shortcuts. Yeah, knocking the head off a statue. Oh man! Oh yeah, that 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 cut to the uh, to the head getting lopped off is so funny because it's so fast. Yeah, you yeah. just go like lop. But you 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 do some backtracking, some moving walls and stuff, and then you go inside the door. Yeah, and there's also and like some hallway. Oh, go on. There, there, there are demon statues everywhere, and a lot of them are very well lit in like red light, and it's cool. Yeah, yeah. You get through that uh, opening section, and you go. To, was at that point. Oh, what I will entryway. say real quick is this dungeon took so long that when I originally played this, I was able to listen to all of Waypoint's Pride and Prejudice material while doing it. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> I, I definitely spent four hours here at least. Like it took me a long ass time to get some of these because they are very. Oh yeah. The, when it gets hard or when it like does a very bad job of uh, signaling, signaling yeah. like where you're supposed to yeah. go or how you're supposed to manage a certain like platform thing, you will die a lot and then get sent back to the beginning of a section. Like the checkpointing here is very inconsistent. So what's the second segment? Is the second seg? I don't remember the second segment. I think it's the uh, that's the four doors, I believe. OK, yeah. Uh, and there's like giant set pieces at each door. Yeah. 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 One of them. One of them is there's a giant platform. It's like a, not a platform. It's like a giant skull thing. Skull. Oh, really? yeah, the, the door. That's the, fifth the demon one. wall. That's at the end. Oh, the demon wall. that's the next section. Okay. Yeah, well, this it. one's just like you have like one area where it's jumping over some spikes and you have to time it right. So you don't get stabbed from the bottom. Oh, the and then there's the gaps with the spike walls sliding back and forth and stuff. Yeah, there's a bit where you're like climbing up and around and you're opening doors. The second section is where they start showing a lot of spikes. Uh, like the first section you have to you you end up triggering uh the out outer part of a wall to rotate in a circle and you have to get on top of it and drop down to this like narrow section between a bunch of spikes which is really cool i think that's the one you were talking about chris yeah where the whole thing rotates and then yeah then you get to the section where there's there's these four areas you got to go through yeah there's one where um there's a sliding platforms and there are spike sections around it and you have to navigate around while trying to stay like on top of it, the, it's uh, like the, uh, the, the Mario 64 bit in the haze in the poison yeah. gas cave, except spikes everywhere in multiple platforms. You move between yeah. the last one is very, there's good. one jump here in particular that is really brutal though, because you have to, the, you have to run and jump onto the platform as it's coming towards you and then jump from there onto a very narrow section where there are spikes on the other side, like very close to you. And then the last one is yeah. just a, how straight can you walk down this hallway surrounded by spikes? Yeah. That would, yeah, like, it, it, it can be infuriating, especially with the way the physics movement is. Right. Yeah. The, the biggest enemy here is that like, first of all, Noctis, uh, when he, when he is in auto run mode and doesn't want to stop running <laughs> is, is infuriating. Well, what's weird about it is like your jump wind up, to get a running jump, your windup is long, but you stop immediately. Like, you don't carry momentum on the ground. Ex- except unless sometimes you, you do. You, <laughs> unless you're, well, if you're still holding the stick when your feet touch the ground. No, if you're, uh, if you fall a certain distance, oh, you can do a roll. Yeah, too. you do the roll. You also yeah. do a roll. Yeah. So, like, there, there's a, there, it's you, you get really designed good. around how weird the jumping is. Sometimes. Yeah, it's almost per, it's almost good. I it's mean, almost, the, the, the nice yeah. thing is that I, your jump, like, uh, horizontal distance doesn't change if you're running or not it's the same if you're standing still so like yeah there, I, this is where i learned that yeah yeah, yeah. so like what you want to do like when you're doing a really like short precise jumps is just just flick forward when you jump because the, the problem is though if you like 
some of these areas are so narrow to land on that if you so much as while in midair after you've already like selected your jump, like tap, tap the angle on the thing. Noctis will do take like three steps after he lands and you'll fall right off. Yeah, if you try to air control also, you like rotate in midair, which changes your hitbox. Right. And also like there are times when you have to like take a sharp angle and then jump. So you have to like wait a second for Noctis to actually turn before you like initiate the jump. Like there needs to be a little like a little bit like move jump so that you don't just jump forward in the opposite in the direction he was facing before. Like we're complaining about it, but I think all the all this stuff actually mostly makes it good because it turns the way that your character's momentum and movement model works into a puzzle piece you slot into the environment. Yeah, like there there are times in which it you get into a flow state and it feels really good, and then there's a, a bunch of times where you just slightly miss an angle and you don't collide correctly on a girder and you just fall to your death and you have to do 10 jumps again and it's infuriating. Or you make a jump and then you roll off the edge. Or you roll off the edge. Well, th- there are parts in this later on when we get into the yeah. uh, shifting, um, like, where the, the wheel rotating... Room. Or Not the wheel room. The, uh, the, the rotating we'll, we'll with the, the, like the statue room or st- the like before room. the statue room. Yeah. yeah, there's wheels on both sides. Yeah. I was talking about before that. Oh yeah, but the the, the two D section is weird too. It sucks. It's so bad. Let's get there. That's my favorite. That's a release favorite. I I think. I I uh, liked it because I anyway. didn't have to do it more than once. I did it. I did it a lot. I died a lot on that because so, there's the yeah. demon wall room after around here. Yeah, yeah, and this thing looks like a metal album cover. It, it fucking, fucking rules. rules. It's oh, so it's, good. You spend like thirty minutes in this room. It is a lot. It's, like it's. It's yeah. a hard room, but it is like it is a badass. So yeah, and it feels good when you can when you're when you're going because it's not really that hard. You just got to figure out where to go. Yeah, it's so there's this giant thing in the middle of the room that floats back and forth over a void across the room, and it's like a hundred times your size. And you do a lot of platforming around it, over it, through it. Like you have to cross the top yeah. and get into gaps before it comes across a spike wall, and it's yeah. cool. And the whole thing is just how do we get across? Across the demon wall to the left hand side, well behind a spike wall to cross the room. Yeah. Well, here, here's we're understating this a little bit. It's yeah. When you walk in this room, you see a giant skull with a wall of red spikes around it coming right at you. Oh yeah, and they're spinning it and it, and like when it hits the ground, like it leaves like scorch marks on the ground. Oh yeah. Oh, it's so good. It's like one of the coolest set pieces in the game. Yeah. The jump to get to get there though sucks with that spinning door. That's annoying. Yeah, it took me a little while to figure that one yeah. out. Yeah. It's really tight timing. To... Yeah. What is the yeah. sphere? Because I hated the sphere. Uh what uh sphere. what about the I don't remember the There's a sphere I, the you sphere... have to get inside of, a rotating sphere. Oh, that that's the part I like. That happened way earlier. Oh, okay. Yeah. I hate that, that happened before this. I love that. That was probably one that of my favorite four, bits. The four rooms. It, yeah. It took but me a long time to figure out, is which is why I hate it. Okay. Because I'm an idiot. Yeah. And the thing is, like, there's a little like those little half walls that you could you have to stand on uh, yeah. when it does get vertical. That, like, yeah, that I did not cool. know about the forty the Skyrim aspect of this until that point, which is why <laughs> uh-huh. it took so long to figure uh, out. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. I hate that because it's really hard to tell what. You angle you're on climb on which yeah. you can't 45 degrees anything steeper than that you slide 
Right, but it's a really hard at that point. It's really hard to tell what's forty five degrees. Yeah, when it's when it's, when it's moving forty five degrees. Yeah, there there are times when it's like a seventy degree angle you could walk up. It's very inconsistent, like how these slopes work. I to to my eye, honestly. But yeah, the, the demon wall is cool. Yeah, big fuck off skull in the middle of it. By the way, if we didn't mention that, that's why we call it a demon wall. Yeah, you, there's a couple of good. Yeah, and and it's pretty generous with checkpoints. Like there are a few checkpoints in here, but once you get out off of that, that's when I think things start going off the rails because. You have a section where you're you have a lot of slopes and the oh, footing is very cool. awkward. It looks cool, it sucks to play. Because oh, I didn't I didn't mind well, okay. I didn't mind it until you had to start doing weird jumps. I like and hate it. Like it it definitely has that cool like um like things are are starting to like fall apart in terms of like the geometry of the place. Like I, I I'm into that. Yeah, it's like very MC Escher because of the slope properties of the platforming engine. Yeah, I think if either it was just a little bit easier or you could see a little bit better or if there was more generous checkpointing. I think my big thing is I ended up doing the same like five jumps a lot. Like there's one section where uh, there's a really narrow section and there's an item and you can't really tell that there's two slopes like it's it's a peak. Yeah. So if you try to jump yeah. on it, you you will roll off every time. If you yeah. if you just try to fall onto it, you realize it's longer behind it where you couldn't see and so it's an easy fall. We should describe this. What this is is this yeah. is a series of 45 degree angle platforms floating in a black void. Mm-hmm. Uh there's very dim blue light that makes it very hard to see, but you can see without your flashlight uh at this point. Um, and you're going up and over and like basically a really impossible angles because of the uh, angle properties of it. Right. And you're doing jumps from there. And it's pretty cool when you're like navigating the void until you have to start doing weird jumps because of the fact that you're on a 45 degree angle and you think that would influence your jump arc, which it really doesn't. But the jumps are also straight down. But your camera angle is strange because you're trying to look at the 45 degree platform. It makes it very hard to judge. Right. And also, like, whenever you if you were to jump and you're trying to jump to a lower level, you will almost always end up rolling and that becomes a problem. And it also just makes it take longer. Like, I find like in these areas, if you're trying to like go back through it again, like going up as fast because you can jump and then like just keep running and like you can ascend very quickly. But do descending not jump is over very... the top of one of these angles, by the way. No, do not do that. You go but, so like, far. Yeah, yeah. You have to be very careful. And yeah, you end up falling a lot and rolling, which is just like, here's a three second animation I got to see again before I have control. So you you get wind through this area and some of these jumps are like really there are times when I thought I could land on an area and it was just too steep. Yeah. And that sucks. Yeah. The checkpointing in this section starts to get really bad. Is the wheel room next? Uh, I think after that is the the 2D 2D room. Oh, yeah. The room is next. Okay, yeah. so you fall down a chute at the end of this, I think, is the goal, right? You jump yep. down a chute? Yep. As you fall down the chute, the camera pulls out to reveal you're in a 2D room. The fucked up thing about this is that you can jump off the side closest to you. Uh-huh. Which... Yeah, yeah, it's like, it's 2D, but you're still in 3D, and you can jump towards the camera and die, or fall towards the camera off the level and die. Yeah. And yeah, I did that a lot. By accidentally holding back just a little bit too much when you're going left and right. Uh-huh. And the fucked up part is that at the bottom of this section, there's like spinning wheels with like uh, like cuts out of it so you can jump on top of them. There's it's not like the platforming itself is not difficult. It's just I ended up falling off the level a lot just because I can't tell how deep this level is where I'm standing in it. 
And then there's a section, uh, like the last like three jumps, the, there the are trick, walls. Now, in, that you've, now that you've already done it, the trick to it is to hold tor- away from the camera because you yeah. don't lose momentum against walls. Right. Except the next part where like the last part of this where there is an open back as well. So you can fall off the back, too. Yeah, yeah. that's fucked yeah. up. Yeah. And there's also like, yeah, you have to make a couple of blind jumps like you can if you're not if you're careful with your flashlight, you can tell where there are, where there's a gap. But it's supposed to trick you into thinking there isn't a gap. So I spent yeah. way too much. This is one of those sections where it's not hard. It's just takes me a lot of time because of stupid like they could have just made it so that I can't fall into the sc- towards the screen. Like, yeah. just make that. And, and I, don't that think off. I don't think their engine could do that. Probably when not. I get to the very end. I fell off the ledge at the back because I didn't realize that at the very end of the section, uh-huh. you have to go into the background. Yeah, it's it's, it's it tricks it doesn't you. telegraph that too well. No. I I lucked out and only had to do this one time, so I think it's good. I but. I spent a lot of time, like a, too much time on a section that's ostensibly. I I actually fell down so hard I died. <laughs> I, I, I died from fall damage. I spent two hours in the wheel room, so <laughs> okay. The, the wheel, the wheel room was my Normandy. Yeah. Now the next section is the the is this the wheel room, the rotating room yes. with the goddess statue? Oh, yes. This part sucks so hard. I didn't find it that bad, except it's, for the very end. I of it. think it's really cool, but not good to play. I I died a lot, and the th- problem with this is you die anywhere. At before the very yeah. end of it and you get warped back to the beginning and then you have to wait for the room to rotate. And again. I get it because there's no stable ground to stand on and they can't guarantee that when you respawn you won't respawn on the wheel in such a position where it dumps you off. Yeah, it just resets the whole room. Yeah. yeah. So like, yeah, so you have to go, first you gotta like walk towards the statue to get it to start rotating forward. You go to the right, you platform a bit, you jump across to the other side and you wait for it to continue rotating forward until you can get Basically, you're you're trying to jump onto the chest of this goddess statue, and yeah, you there's can... one part here where you have to jump, but if you jump too soon, you're just gonna slide off the wall and fall. And yeah, if you don't jump if you just wait. You're just gonna slide back down and die. So yeah. it's, really... it's the part with the metal grates that's really fucked up on the right hand on the right hand side. Well, that that happens next after after you knock over the statue. Because uh, no, no, I mean no, no, I mean no, when no. you're sliding down onto the metal grates. Oh yeah 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 yeah. And yeah if you slide like, too you... early, you just go into oblivion and die. <laughs> Yeah, like yeah. So you, you you jump on the statue, which you can you can fuck up that jump or have bad collision and and fall off it, which sucks as you do it all over again. Or not know that you have to do it. Yeah, it doesn't telegraph that either. Because there's another place it looks like you can get to, but you can't. Right. Yeah. So like you jump on the statue, the statue falls backwards. The camera angle gets all weird for a bit. You can pick up the Genji gloves out of its navel. For some reason, there's Genji gloves hanging out. In what its do they navel. do? I didn't even know that. It has. Uh, it's not. A damage cap thing it is it just has very high resistances to like multiple elements i think let's go look it up i want to know if, if, if yeah i'm looking it up right now yeah usually usually the genji gloves are like really op like in but earlier games like it give you darkness and ballistic damage by 30 percent i so guess okay. i do have that yeah because i i was wearing that like you can you can basically like it's it's probably the least interesting version of the genji gloves i've seen in this series yeah because like but usually it's like twice with each swing that'd be great. Yeah, often like it's like it breaks the damage barrier, allows you to break the damage barrier, or like allows you to attack or a in lot. Twelve, it makes you like attack a thousand times. It's in six, yeah. in, in six, it made it so you could equip a weapon in each hand. Oh yeah, yeah, double, dual wielding. But yeah, but that that's where you'd pick it up. I think that's the only place you can find it. 
But yeah, so you're supposed to what you're supposed to do, don't don't do like I did the first time and then try to walk down its legs to its feet, because that's not the way forward. <laughs> you go the other way up its arms. That's so cruel. I know. It's so fucked up because you think, oh, you go down the body because I'm tr- I'm descending. And like, no, you have to go up its arm and then it's holding a sword. You can go through the hilt onto this very narrow ledge and you can fall at an angle where you just miss the ledge, com- miss the uh, the rail completely and have to do it all over again. Yeah. This, like once this statue has fallen, it should actually respawn you on the statue. Yes, absolutely. But it doesn't. It doesn't do that. Uh, so yes, it should. I yeah. Mean. So it slides you down and then you definitely should have taken like lethal fall damage at the bottom, but you don't. <laughs> and then you I have to you get knocked down to one. You, oh, yeah. I think you, you do take damage. And then you have to there's a really narrow area where you have to make really tough jumps on narrow um, railings. And then you have to make a jump on a on a demon statue. This part is also really annoying because uh, like so. So the the most comfortable part of this it's a grading, right? It's like these bars that are vertical with like sections that are, that are horizontal in that first area. I don't know if you guys ran into this. You can like collide with the vertical, the horizontal part of that. That'll just shunt you right off thinking it's a slope. Yeah. yeah. It sucks. Why does it do and that? And there's also that one jump where if you, if you go where you're running slightly too fast, you roll too far off into the hole. Yep. Yeah, yep. and some of the uh, gratings, it's really hard to tell where this, it actually yeah. slopes a little too much. This yeah. is where it completely falls apart for me. Yeah. Both in the game and in actual gameplay. Yeah. I mean, the nice thing is, you get through this section, you you end up getting... This is actually where I'm at right back now. Back into the, the room at the beginning of the game, or, or, or beginning of the level. You're, you're at a higher level, but you're back at the beginning of the level, and you can... There are you you've activated a a beacon that now you can get to, which will just you can't fuck this you can't fuck yourself out of doing this loop. I thought I did because I fell down pretty much immediately back to the beginning and thought, oh shit, I'm am I gonna have to do that same circuit again? But now you don't. So you have to go back back around and get up to a marker which is in the one of the first rooms you went into. And you can also unlock a couple of shortcuts. This is where the shortcuts in that room really start to to pile up. The problem is I missed one of the first shortcuts because, like, you have to... You go through a plat- platforming section around. You run through that very narrow section of spikes. And there's an up way to go and a down way to go. If you go down, you find a shortcut, which will make you not have to do that run ever again. Which isn't hard. It just takes time. And I did that run at least 50 times. And then you have to do some really really precise platforming between these like you know between pillars between little sections of wall with like one slanted area and i definitely missed the very last jump on this because you're jumping from a pillar to a rail and if you aim slightly too much to the right you'll just won't collide with it square and you'll just fall to the bottom and have to do it all over again i Um, i do like that you come back to the original room that's great yeah no i think i think that's good design yeah, just don't don't accidentally fall. Don't actually fall. Yeah. And the, the worst part of this, because this this particular section spans multiple rooms where multiple spawn points, you can fall halfway through this run and be at a different room and have to start over again from further away. Or sometimes, like you'll be doing a, a little a uh, platforming and then make a jump and actually spawn ahead of where you are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that just confuses you because you're like, wait, which which way do I go? Was it right. coming from that way or this way? Well, and this that is where to me like twice. This is where they put in some smart like checkpointing 
like really tight checkpointing, which they should have done earlier in those other sections, because like that, that area with the narrow spikes, if you just run to the spikes, you warp right in front of it. Like it costs you nothing. And if you get past this next few jumps and you get the uh, shortcut there, there's another couple sections, like really short sections of jumps over spikes that if you die, you just go right to the beginning of that little section. Like there are two ones that are very close to each other. The stairs are the notable one. The slope down yeah. near the beginning, that's a really notable example of really good checkpointing. Yeah. Oh, or the uh, right before, like the uh, the spike traps are at the beginning of the four rooms on the sides. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, you could actually like run and hit the spikes like four or five times in five seconds. Yeah. Yeah. It's If the checkpointing was tighter like that, I would have been way more forgiving about when this got frustrating because it would have just wasted less of my, less of my time. But on the way out, we're at the end, right? We're, we're very close. Yeah, you're basically after a few more sections of platforming and triggering a couple other things, you end up getting towards, you know, you're near the end because there's a fuck ton of just stuff on the ground to pick up. Oh, it's so good. And you it see the light so from outside. It feels incredible. Yeah. And then the very last thing you pick up, which is the big thing, is the black hood, which oh, is you can leave here without picking it up, by the way. Oops. <laughs> you did that, didn't you? No. No, but I yeah. read about it and somebody was very angry. Well, the thing is, I don't think I don't know if the black hood is that good though, because here's the thing: it's oh, it's, it's super it's a, good. Is it? Yeah, because uh, it? It, it just means that Noctis will auto um, dodge every time an attack comes near him. He also does it perfectly, which means that if you have the right skill, you don't consume MP doing it. Oh, that's clever. Okay, yeah, I could, uh, and it. Oh, how does that work with the ring and the uh, and holy? It doesn't. Oh, that would have been because awesome. that's a separate skill. That's a separate button because you can still do your roll, which is your dodge, uh-huh. right? You can still do your right. standard dodge. Holy is a separate skill. It's a separate button. Okay, because it it would be it, it would be great if like you had auto dodge, but the dodge also perfectly triggered the holy explosion every time. But um, the what basically the way it works is anytime you're not in an attack animation, you auto dodge. Uh, so okay. it's. Very, very good for gunfire, um, especially gunfire. You're like just basically immune to bullets. Yeah. I mean, were, were bullets really much of a problem for you guys in their, in your run? I didn't think like uh, the, the bullets were like they it, interrupted it, me is like probably the worst thing about it, but it didn't do a lot of damage. The missiles you are encountered like a mech or a tank. Yeah, it has a, yeah. an auto cannon. You perfectly die. You perfectly dodge missiles. Um, you perfectly dodge Gatling guns. It feels very hilarious to uh, have Noctis stand right next to it and then cool guy dodge the explosion. <laughs> That's that is very funny. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, it's the, that, the snipers can be bad because you usually get them in encounters with a lot of assassins and they do a lot yeah. of damage and uh-huh. they all mob you at once. And that's another place where it's super good. Okay. Basically, you have to think about using it because you're like, if I want to be dodging, I can't be attacking right now. Right. Also, bomb explosions. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's got some use to it. I mean, at this point in the game, I don't know if it would be much use to me because I've pretty much done everything. You also right? auto dodge uh, iron giant grabs. Oh, that's useful. Not the magnetism, but the grab. Yeah, I don't think you can. You can't dodge the magnetism. No. You... Was it uh, your Jimbo strikes? Yeah. Uh-huh. That may, the, oh, the it also bug. auto blocks. Uh, I was gonna say, does it? Does it? Does it do the yeah. the parry repose? So all option? you have, no, yeah. all you have to do is do the parry. It auto awesome. does the blocking though, which That's makes great. like uh, the Aranea high level fights super easy or Ronin's okay. super easy. 
Got it. Okay, so it's 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 got some use. It's it's definitely the reason why you come here. That and also just because it's there and you want to do it. You're not here but for yeah. like rusted bits, Matt. What the fuck? <laughs> so many rusted, so many rusted bits. I'd like to know how these Oracle Ascension coins got in here. I have no idea. There, there's a actually the Aren't thing we hadn't mentioned. Buy out his ship with like a fucking uh-huh. bottom mounted cannon shooting coins in here. Actually, my my thought was like if there's a bunch of King's Glyph members that are just dead and they dropped uh-huh. a bunch of coins. There's there, so, so much shit in here. Like the, like I. It's hard to like really give you a sense of the density of pickups in this area. Like and it's most of it's normal stuff, but like you you pick up hundreds and hundreds of things. Like tons and of it, elixirs, tons almost, of mega phoenixes. I think in here is where you get the prompto accessory where he can't run out of ammo, which uh if he's if he's like level 99, that makes prompto the best damage dealer in the game because you use the ability to take control of him, select the machine gun and then never oh. let go of the button. I don't know if I picked that up, and now I want it. Oh. And it's uh, it kind of sucks though, because uh, there's a lot of these just tiny items that are like, oh, should I get that? But it's just one extra jump, and oh crap, now I got to restart. Yeah, yeah, it it does bait it's you a tending. lot. Yeah, like it's a lot of teasing. But I think yeah. that's good. Like that's good. That's good design, right? It's just so it's just bad when it happens in the rooms with no checkpointing. Well, it's I, also would be better design if you knew what the item was. I'd agree. Informed decision. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you could tell like the va- like the rough value of what it is, if, like if, if they yeah. didn't all have the same color icon, like maybe if there was a red icon, like the treasures on the map are. Yeah, yeah. That, I would agree like, with hey, that. This is an important thing. That's true. Like anything that's not a potion or like a rusted bit in here should be red. Like I well, I it just hate like making like three jumps over spikes just to find out I picked up another Oracle Ascension coin. You can get real dope shit with those if you get enough of them. If you get what? There's a guy in um the cafe in Altissa at a table on the far side and he gives uh-huh. very good items for Oracle Ascension coins. Oh, oh I think I sold those. Oops. Oops. Well, let's see what he does. Uh let's go look it up really quick. FF fifteen Oracle Ascension coins with full list. <sighs> so like the uh, ribbon is for 40 oh okay uh, i definitely sold so many guards. of them um the rest are like reductions uh but you also can just get mega elixirs for one coin each what that's not bad that's yeah. so good i get i, yeah. I have I actually think I have like thirty mega elixirs that I haven't used yet. I, I I've been using them, uh, depending on the context. I, I don't get me wrong. I still I like I don't have the symptom as I do with normal with most of these games. I actually have been using them, but I had so many. Yeah. So some of these are as good as the Genji gloves. It's um like the Mighty Guard is fire, ice, light, and dark by thirty percent. And the mm-hmm. stone wall is fire, ice, and ballistic by thirty percent, and you could stack both of these. Mm-hmm. What about the lightning crest? Uh, let's see, lightning crest is those are just thirties for their specific element, right? But if you could stack the lightning crest, yeah. the mighty guard, and the stone, uh, mighty, oh, I was say mighty, oh, mighty guard and lightning crest, that just nullifies most of what the uh, the galvanates can do. Yeah. So, like, mm-hmm. these are good. The real thing you re- honestly, all you really want is just um, the ribbon, which is immunity to steal in the status elements, and then just a billion mega elixirs. Yeah. I never have a problem with status, el- uh, you know, status it, elements. It's usually. that getting frogged or, uh-huh. or, petrified or petrified is so annoying because there's like four seconds before you can use the curative. 
Also, you just end up, like, if you're fighting a Naga, you, there's very few ways to protect against it, so you just get frogged a lot. You have to burn through a lot of uh, Maiden's Well, the kisses way you protect stuff. against it is being good, a thing that neither of us did. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's also, like, I guess you'd have to, like, read, like, sort of predict what it, when it's going to do that attack. But then again, like, Ignis, like, you're not controlling all your characters. Your guys are going to get frogged. <laughs> There's some cool story to this. Well, uh-huh. not that the story is cool, but it's cool that there is any story at all. <laughs> there, there's there, there's a back backstory. Yeah. Basically, there's a quest. Uh, Iris has a quest for you. She tells you about some earthquakes that have been occurring recently. Sends you to Hammerhead. This is Cindy. Might know more. Sends you to Hammerhead. She'll send you to talk to Dave. Who talk, basically it's a bunch of like, hey, talk to this person. No, talk to this person. Talk to this person. But um. Then you go get to go out on a quest, and Adamantois will wake up. Yeah, and, and it you, turns it out it's a it fucking runaway. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, yeah. So basically, like, yeah, Ad- the Adamantois is a mountain. Like, it's a it's got a mountain on it. It's the size of a mountain. It's huge. Yeah, it's it, it is like the scale of this is just impressive. It's fucking great. Uh, and it wrecks your shit if you're. Not- Especially if you you could get to this pretty early in the game too, so like yeah, you're just not chapter no. nine. Yeah, wait, you can like fight that. Adamantoids before the game is over. Oh yeah, yeah I, I, I I I got the uh, the cutscene. Um, so yeah, like you get into this fight, you, you at least you see it. It starts moving. It's whole fucking mountain crawling to you. It's great, uh, and it tells you to run away, and it takes you it takes you a few minutes to actually get out of range. Uh, and it can still wreck you from very far away. Uh, the the fun part, the funny part is that like before you even go out to check it, like or go to check it out, you are in a diner, and all of your like NPC buddies are there, and you talk to them, and they give you some items. And yeah, the, like, the more you've done quests, the more they help you out. Yeah, like I did this pretty early, and I had eleven of the thirteen uh, characters. It's fun. There's a little. There's a little bit of like um, flavor there. Uh, Joe, it's one of the worst things though. Is that uh, fucking Dino is like trying to mack on like this uh, one character. I, I forget her name. Maria, the 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 lady from oh the, the cook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The cook, and it's it's super uncomfortable looking. It looks like he's like way up in her shit, and she's like, "No, thank you." Oh, the golden key lady. I was thinking it. I thought it was the um the hunter camp lady, the prairie camp lady, Holly. Yeah, it could be. I don't, I don't remember. It's, no, no, no. It's no, a blonde character. Holly. So okay. No, Holly is yeah. the engineer at Exodus. Oh wait, then who am I thinking? Not Holly. Um, it's like Pamela. I don't remember. Yeah. So anyway, if you if you didn't know that Dito is kind of a creepy scumbag, he's kind of a creepy scumbag. Uh, yeah, and then, and then it tells you to regroup and figure out a way to fight it. I did not try fighting it yet. <laughs> 
Uh, it, it looks like a, it'll take a long time. It takes an unbelievably long time. It could take like an hour and a half if you're unprepared, uh, down to 15 minutes if you are prepared. So, no, if you're not prepared, it can take like three hours. Yeah. So I think what the game wants you to do is to do the three-hour version where you use warp strikes from the rock in the middle. Where oh. You use, so it has two fins, and it'll slam, do a huge sweep with one, but the other one is immobile. So it, what it wants you to do is use the rock in the middle, wait for the one fin to come in, and then warp strike, attack the other fin for a bunch of damage. Yeah. Uh, if you have the black hood, you can just stand next to the one of the fins up close, and it won't uh, move, and you just mash the button for, like, 40 minutes. That's the medium version of the fight. Uh, very yeah. boring. Unbelievably boring. Um, what you can do, you can cut it down to, like, 30 if you have Ignis use the uh, skill where he gives you the enemy's weakness as an element uh, buff to your attack. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you can do it in 15 minutes if you... Do this, then control Prompto with infinite ammo and the machine gun. <laughs> and give Prompto uh, the hood, because he'll do his dodge roll. You can also do it faster if you do, like, if you're doing, you know, have a uh, limit break. Yeah. That's and then the there are foods you can make more. that give you, like, 80% crit rate and shit like that. So yeah. you want to stack all of this together, and you can do it in, like, 15 minutes. Uh, the hilarious and aim, part and is, aim for the weak points. Uh, like, 30% of the time... As you get the last hit, the game tries to autosave and start a cutscene at the same time, and it can just fail and crash, and you start the fight over. Or what can happen is like you be like about ten percent or maybe five percent of the health left, and somehow he gets a lucky strike on you. It doesn't kill you, but it causes your model to just get warped outside the encounter range and reset everything. So do it's funny. I in other parts of this game, I was looking out for the health reset if I if I ran out of a battle, but I didn't. I guess maybe this encounter is different, but I didn't run into it, that. It is because it's a quest. If that you, you have to start, if you leave the battle, you fail. Okay. Yeah. 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 If you leave the battle, you fail the mission. And you have to restart the mission, which restarts the uh, fight. That so, sucks. There are a bunch oh, of terrible. super bosses uh, that we should. I think are cool. So there's Omega which is an insomnia. Mm-hmm. It's like a machine time traveling from the future. Rad. It can get, it's cool. It looks cool. Also. It, well, I shouldn't say that because it looks like steampunk and I hate to admit that. I think that might it looks look like cool. war mech. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> that looks cool. It's a mech warrior basically. Yeah, it does no, actually not battle tech. Uh, yeah. it, it, well, not quite battle tech. It looks like if battle tech was more of a crab like. Yeah. Uh huh. With a with a propeller for some reason. So this thing can get um, immunity for like up to three minutes. And if you don't know about limb breaking, uh, spoilers, like Lightning Returns, this game has limb breaking. Uh-huh, yeah. I mean, like, I, I tried to break limbs of like, because you could target like the arms or the uh, for the Iron Giants and stuff, mm-hmm. but I never got it to really proc. I, I've gotten it to work for with um, the giant Magitech. Yeah. yeah, those you if can you break, break apart pretty so easily. If you, break, if you like knock out the legs, it'll topple over. On or, Omega, or you, yeah. you do almost no damage and it goes permanently immune, but it is actually like triple weak to royal arms, and I think it's the only enemy in the game that way, right? But if you Probably. break its limbs, it starts to lose extreme armor, to the, so you, do, you actually do more and more damage as the fight progresses instead of less, which is cool. Yeah. There's a, for one of the, I think it's the last ultimate weapon. Did you do these quests? Uh, I haven't done any of the ultimate weapons. Same. So the last one is a level 99 fight 
on the base that you stealth through because there's that weird square with shipping crates out in the open. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You go here, you fight one of the um the demons that the emperor turned into, but it's ultra powerful and it has um like the Resident Evil movie style laser grid attacks that are either like vertical or horizontal and it does oh and yeah and it can like down you in one shot so it becomes like almost like a souls boss where you're reading what he's doing and dodging unless you also just want to eat a thousand potions because you can do it, isn't there isn't there one of these i think this one of these types of creatures is running around in insomnia in chapter 15, 14 yeah it's on the train it's called the, it's the death claw style thing yeah, yeah, and I, I usually you see it fighting other things, so you get to see the, uh, I think it's fighting soldiers, so you get to see the laser grids and yeah. stuff, it's really cool. There's a dread behemoth, which is just a super powerful behemoth. The cool thing about the behemoth, another boss has this, is you can break the behemoth's horn, or um, the the super tree ant boss, which is just also appears randomly and hilariously at the uh-huh. same spawn points as the dread behemoth. So you oh, can no. have to fight them at the same time like I did. Uh, oh, no. If you break either the Triad's head or the Behemoth's horn, it yeah. dro- can drop a um, a wind-up wind toy that you can sell for, like, uh, 500,000 gil. Or use wow. it to create limit-breaking magic. Oh, that's useful. Which you also throw in with a quadcast, and you obliterate anything. Yeah, I, I do know that, like, one of the... The thing you win for uh, beating all of the um, what are the the extra dungeons, the eight extra dungeons. I, I yeah, they're called the menace bosses. Yeah, menace bosses is something called like the hunter's mark, and if you use that in a uh, like you add a shit ton of damage to a magic cast. Yeah, as well. Like that, I think that's I think most of the really high end items are mostly useful for that, yes. unless you want to sell it for a lot of gil. So what there is, is there's also like a level 120 Ronin uh, in a level 99 quest. It's like Dead General Strikes Down the King. Very cool. Um, mostly just because it's a high stakes Ronin fight and he takes almost he takes like basically zero damage unless you're parrying him. So it's just mm, a cool one on one fight. That's cool. Trivialized by having the black hood because you auto block. Sure, sure. Then there's a unique monster and the only other hunt to really have story uh, the quest is, oh, partner, my partner. Uh, a hunter lost their partner, uh, and it, they say they want you to go get revenge on it. And it's a vampire you fight in a lake by a lake at night. Uh, it's called Melusine. It does an insane number of debuffs. Uh, you basically need to have a ribbon to make this go. Uh, yeah. You can disable a bunch of her moves by breaking limbs and shit. And when you defeat yeah. her, you get a note finding out that this is her partner who is transformed into this. And like you find a love letter that you return that she wrote as she was turning that you return to the guy. Very good. That's good. I like that. And I think the only other super boss worth noting is um, it's kind of like. Um, what's the dude in the airship in World of Ruin that you can randomly encounter? I don't know. Death. Death. Deathwing, Ogopogo. Oh, uh, Deathwing is the is the thing that you can fight with the airship. Yeah, in yeah. Six. it randomly shows up. So there's one of those in this game that comes out of a drop ship. Oh no, not Deathwing. Doomgaze. Doomgaze. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Doomgaze. It's one of the mechs. It is level 120. It has a. They just come out sometimes. There's not only one. 
and it has like a 5% chance to drop the Magitek suit V2. Ah, uh, which is okay. the best thing in the game. It increases your strength by like 400. <laughs> by by how much? By like 400. I'll I'll look it oh. up to find out exactly what it is, but it's insane. Magitek. Yeah, I never suit. I have like uh, one of the armors, but I've never tried it. They're very strong. Very very strong. Yeah. Magitek suit V2. Max HP plus 2000. Strength wow. plus 100. Vitality plus 70. Which wow. basically means you're basically immune to damage. And um, because your strength, your damage, wep- your weapon's damage scales with your level and then is multiplied by strength, strength is enormous uh-huh. in this game. Yeah. It's not a That's flat awesome. boost like other games. And but it's, it's cool still fight. like you have. But you have to find one and kill it, and you have a 1 in 20 chance they, of getting it. They that. drop in randomly, right? They can just come okay. out of a dropship while you're doing hunts and stuff. So if you're doing okay. other things in the game, you can just find one. Okay. And um, the Magitek V1 suit, I think it always drops, which is the same thing, but half as good. Yeah, I, I wonder if... Uh, th- there has to be an, like uh, a rare, rare drop increasing um, accessory, right? Yeah. Yeah. You could probably boost that up to like ten percent, or you could probably just install Steam Mod that makes all drops one hundred percent. Yeah, or you could just command line it in. Also, for the record, it's immune to lightning, so get fucked if you summon Ramu. <laughs> so don't don't try to. Yeah, that's all. That's all the super bosses. There are a lot of them. Uh, they're cool. I will say that the menace fights that we skipped over are um, re- reused models from other places, but they're yeah. interesting because they're modified by the condition of the dungeon. So um, that's cool. one of them, the one that you can't heal is very hard because that's also the level 99 one. Ooh. Yeah. And there's one that does like an AOE petrify stuff like that. Yeah, they're cool. So they're, they're interesting. I just wish they weren't buried behind several hours worth of tedium of the same room and, and just fighting and, guys. Yeah. And yeah. poorly designed dungeons. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's the post game stuff. There's a lot of hunts yep. and stuff that we didn't talk about. But what do you think? Like, I think most of it is 90% cool and 10% so awful that it kind of poisons the well, but I can still enjoy it. Oh, yeah. It's one of those things that it's, 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 it goes back around to like so bad that it's like even the bad parts are, it's interesting, but bad. You know what I, I mean? I mean, like I just wish that my biggest bummer is the, like that that middle third of the uh of the platforming dungeon especially because you know you're in the middle of this loop you can't like checkpoint and save you have to get to the point where you get back to the main room to go outside and save and that means you could be stuck there for many many hours before you can put down the controller but also imagine you're me 
Now think about uh-huh. the other version of this, where you don't uh-huh. read PC guides version. when you're playing a game for the first time, and you stumble across this dungeon and stumble your way through, and then get the black hood, and how fucking cool that is. Oh no, like that 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 part would be very cool. The problem is that like you don't want to. I mean, what happens if you're like two hours into this and you have to go leave to do something else? Like you can't you, you stop can't put, well, midway. You can put, uh, PS4 to sleep, which is. Use. Or you okay, can you be can do me that. and only play video games for twelve hours a day, but only one day a week, and that's all of your game time. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. See, I uh, for me, it was for the Adamantos fight. I put it on standby at least two, three times before I actually finished the. Uh, the... Yeah. Yeah. No, I. So, like, little little peek behind the kimono. I forgot we were recording this today until so yesterday, like at night at nine p.m., and I I hadn't done any of this. So, <laughs> QB QB doing like. Uh, literally 12 straight hours of play Honey, overnight come to bed i can't i have to defeat castle mark tower i i i i that's what i told my wife uh <laughs> I, I, I was like i'm sorry I, I gotta pull it all nighter on this I, I don't have time to not to not do it and uh, i actually spent of that all nighter i spent at least four or five hours of it in that in that platforming dungeon like a lot so i mean i i think it's cool i think it's wor- if you have the game Try that out because again, you also don't need a level. Um, the thing I would have actually, you know what would have been very cool with the platforming dungeon? I would have loved to see warp striking being involved somehow. Oh no, 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 right? no, no, well, no, no. Well, unless it could have been cool. Like you could target. Right. You would you would have to you'd have to be able to target. I was just imagining you trying to aim it with the analog stick, and that's why I no. <laughs> Oh no, that would be that would be terrible. It does make you wonder though. You've got this platforming dungeon. Well, you know what that's like. Place that you, because and, the um, and you, and you, sorry, well, see, you don't have a uh, you don't have a warp strike. Every other place in the world, you've got a warp strike. Here, it's like, oh, all these places you need to go. No, no. you can't throw your weapon well, at all. I feel like that yeah. would make the design more boring because they have to design around a much much oh, yeah. larger no. radius of movement. No, I wholeheartedly agree. I'm just uh, using that as a point of reference. If yeah, it's funny. Yeah. I think it, I think it would be cool to have like sections of it where you can warp strike as part of the rhythm of going through an area to get more of a, that um, like flow state kind of vibe. Yeah, this... then, it, then it just feels more arbitrary, though, right? Because then you can or can't do it based on the room you're in. Yeah, I mean that's already the case though. Like, why why can I warp us uh, like point warp to this little rock over here, but not that cliffside over well, there? Because it's more than five feet off the ground. Come on. Yeah, you could warp very, very high in some cases. Also, like, I want to tell you, you thing. don't want the thing you want because um, do you remember the poison cave dungeon? Uh, in this game, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, where you have to go all the way to the back, climb a ladder, and then do point warps across the room and fight encounters on the ledge. And if you fall, you have to run the whole way back through the dungeon and climb up again. Point warping in dungeons they use here mostly for bullshit. Yeah, well, no, in no, dungeon, no. in those dungeons, yeah, that's yeah. definitely not. Good. Yeah, I, my, I think the point is more along the lines of it. It's kind of a narrative, kind of breaking the narrative where you can do it in some circumstances, can't do it in yeah. others, and it would be nice to actually be able to have these powers that you actually have, or at least a reason that you can't use it. Yeah, because like in theory, I, I guess the only thing that would prevent anybody in this party from trying to do this thing is that if you, I assume, if they hit a spike, they just die. They don't. They don't come back. <laughs> or I don't know if that's a that's a king thing, or if that's just a game concession. I don't know if well, it's in the lore at all. Well, they could just have it in the thing where like you have to check your weapons at the door. 
Yeah, but you need your weapons to break the stones. Like, you still have your weapons. Yeah. They could change that to something you just have to touch. That's true. I mean, I think so. Like, I I would love to go and watch a speedrun version of this level. I'm sure that's a lot of fun to watch. But also, like, not. I I think it would be cool. Just because, like, there's definitely, like, I bet you there's some tech, like, you know, jump, like, jumping straight out yeah, of a roll or like oh yeah especially well, when you especially when you get to the uh the fourth sections yeah where, or the uh the open air sections in the uh, weird yeah. physics you might be able to like uh sequence break it yeah also also stuff like yeah like probably like using an attack mid-air to stop uh stop you from rolling or taking fall damage and wasting time you ever think about the internal consistency of knocking over the goddess statue and like all the people that needed to put it back up so new people could train it's magic. <laughs> yeah, this whole realm, like, oh, you it's die actually and it just, just like a super magnet that they turn on and it snaps back straight up. <laughs> That'd well, be great. Bowling pins. I mean, think about it this way if you, like, just about everything else, so you literally smash the head off a statue. Are they going to rebuild the new one? It's magnets. <laughs> how do they work? Yeah. Uh, the I ultimate no fantasy trope. No one knows how they work. Yep. Well, yeah. I think it was so, good. I'm glad I did not replay it all because, uh, like, spoilers for this show, I 100%ed this game before a podcast to plan our podcast and then had to play it all again. So I did not do any of this this time and just mainline the plot. I platinumed the game, but the, uh, even, like, the Pity Off Ruins was not in the platinum list, so I didn't do it. Yeah. So it was fun to do it this time. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, I mean, I, w- I would like to try my hand at some of the the more advanced hunts and stuff but like i just don't have the time to commit to it just right do now. the ones we oh, yeah. Unfortunately. yeah yeah that i mean those those sounded interesting some of those super bosses some of the like i i would like something that anything that that would um change that would make change up the game yeah like it, it change the the style or give me new verbs or something that's like that that's what's cool about pity is it's like a yeah, second yeah. game inside this game using the mechanics from the first one Right. Yeah. I just wish that like it had less less bullshit in it and I would have enjoyed it more because like for the first half, I'm just like, this is hard, but this is kind of good. And then there was the second half or so where I'm like, this is some fucking bullshit. And that's and when yeah. you start listening to how Mr. Pendleton is the worst. And <laughs> it's not so bad. I, I, I still think it's less bullshit than the sewers. Yeah, I I I, I like the sewers better because it's shorter. I just but it's not for me. I, I just have, like, I've actually been there. Spent yeah. more time there. I just like really? the sewers more really? because the way in which it is bad makes you do things unbelievably slow. Where in Pityos, yeah. it's mostly just iterate, iterate, iterate. Even if the iterate right. loops are longer, you're not doing a bunch of slow bullshit to get to the part where you can try again. Yeah, yeah it's like if you make a mistake in Pityos, you're back maybe a couple, like at most a couple minutes. You make a yeah. mistake in sewers you could cost yourself five minutes just getting back to where you were yeah i i feel like just the way in terms of how my uh like my my frustration loop on this and like how, how much on tilt i was by the end of this like i was super fucking furious at the at the statue level it all fairness you probably shouldn't have chugged all these in a single night <laughs> yeah yeah i would have i well i a lot of it you can't you have to do in one loop you can't stop midway. So like I, other than the suspend, like as, as we said, Pro like for your podcast, use a Google calendar. So this doesn't happen to you. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, what are we doing? Or actually we'll say that later. Uh, uh, you can get in contact. You can get in contact with the show uh, on Facebook. 
Facebook.com forward slash light X thrice. Throw us some money. Especially if you're from the Philippines. Uh, a lot of a lot of Filipino fans right now. Uh, we get like three or four likes a week now. Which is hilarious because we don't care about this Facebook page at all. We we've had we've had three people on it that we actually kinda know that are actually listening to the show and one of them messaged us, which is nice. Was it fucking Jared? No, it was uh I think his name no, was he's Luke. Dead. He he was, he was Talcott. <laughs> we, we were ha. Uh, we we were asked uh, whether or not we were going to do Final Fantasy twelve, uh, and I'd be like, yeah, maybe in a long time from now. <laughs> yeah, like next, we're booked for the year. We're booked for a while, basically, because it's what is Shadow Heart Covenants, and then all three Xeno sagas, which will either be very fast or very long, and then something else. Yeah, so Type Zero support the no. show. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash pitch drop or goatseefund dot me. Go to uh, give us a few bucks. I have, uh, we have uh, I know when you go there. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You know, we have other podcasts on the network. Uh, Magmar Sucks, uh, being Jim Davis, uh, Boku No Stop. I'm on, we have two versions of Boku No Stop. I'm on both of them right now. So many podcasts. Yeah, we, we did Ava before it was cool. Again. And, which is great, because <laughs> now I get to be mad at all these idiots on, during the Ava discourse. Oh my god! Wait. Remind me, Chris. Remind me to talk to you about waypoints after we stop recording. It's bad. A- A- Ava, it's bad. Ava was cool. They had the worst, uh-huh. had the worst take about it. Uh, they had when, some really rough Ava ones. Cool. Uh, yeah, it's cool. Oh, sorry. It's, let me be more specific. When was Ava cool after the theme song? Uh, always. The whole time. The whole time. The whole time. The whole time. Theme song's good. Everything else, with mm. the exception of the episode named Magma Diver, it was cool. <laughs> it's got some. It's some bullshit. Anyway, we 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 have hours and hours of listening to that. Uh, the rebuilds are starting to come out too. So, uh, but that's for Patreons only. Yeah, maybe it'll come out later today when Fletcher is done farming. <laughs> Whatever that means. Uh, yeah, play so, Stardew Valley. So I I mentioned my plugs. Uh, I mentioned most of Chris's plugs at this point. Yeah, Phil, you stole mine. You fuckwit. Uh, <laughs> I can be whenever I do have a chance to start streaming again. Should be in the next couple weeks. Uh, at uh, Twitch.tv slash redphoenix122. All one word. Submit all your best puns to pun.zone. If you want to get it up and running. Pun.zone should really just be a website which with a Google Google form and an iframe and a link to go see all the puns you thought were good. And who submitted uh-huh. them. Uh-huh. Actually, I should just... Uh, I'm thinking about just linking... Uh, creating a... Uh, I was really close to creating a Mastodon instance just dedicated to me and whoever I want to be on there. It seems weird mm-hmm. to have more than one instance of Mastodon. Like, are you trying to steal their intellectual property? Yeah, I don't. I don't have another instance. That's the thing. This is a joke about the bandit Mastodon, Matt Phil. Oh yeah, I. I said Matt because I'm, I'm thirty eight. To explain good jokes to Matt and not you. <laughs> I know. I know who Mastodon are. I just don't listen to them. Uh, I'm thirty eight. You have to. If you're gonna ask me about bands, they have to be pretty damn old. Uh, Mastodon's they're, been around for a while. Their new albums are not good. I appreciate that they do with a different thing every album, but the thing they have done the last few times, I do not like, even though they wrote one of my favorite prog albums ever. Mm-hmm. Mastodon that was their was only prog the- album. They just made one and it was fucking incredible. Mastodon mm. was formed in 2000. I graduated in 99. Therefore, are you like a million? <laughs> yeah, exactly. How do you even get out of your coffin in the morning? <laughs> That means Mastodon's uh, 19 years. They've been around for n- almost well, two decades. We so. gotta go so Phil can take his midday nap. 
but that's all until <laughs> da- that's all until next to time. We'll, we'll be talking about either all of the DLC or sub DLC, depending on how long the recorded episode comes out. And yeah. that will be our last episode of the season, or episodes, right. whatever. And then I'll have to GTFO. Yeah, thank God. Indeed. See you later, fuckos. Yeah, right. <laughs> Peace. Have a good one. This podcast was brought to you by the Pitch Drop Podcast Network. Like what you just heard? Support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash pitch drop. And while you're at it, check out pitchdrop.net for more of this and other shows.